4: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Mm, 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 mm. Um, there's so many things to talk about. We have NBA trades. Chris Paul is going to the Suns with a bunch going back to the thunder. Um, I I think the thunder truly, truly get what the next 10 years or so of the NBA is going to be like for a market of their size and how they're trying to recreate the wheel. If you will, a lot to get to, uh, Drew Brees is out and, um, there is no faking his injury. Although, I will point out Deshaun Watson collapsed lung and rib problem. He got in a van and went and played in Jacksonville a couple years ago. That's not to call Drew Brees soft, but the the Jameis Winston, is it Jameis Winston? Do we know who's going to start? Kind of interesting because weren't we told that there was a quarterback of the future and it wasn't Jameis Winston in the offseason? But nonetheless, we got some Jameis Winston to get to. Get to that in 15 minutes plus. Drew Brees will join us. Uh, Michigan sucks. But so does Penn State. What do we make of the Big Ten, the state of college football? God, we got it. We just. Wait, what did I say? Oh, Drew Brees is going to join us? No, he's not going to join us. Trent Dofer is going to join us. Did I say Trent Dofer? I didn't. Man, I'm like so excited, but by all this, I was just talking to a couple of friends of mine about different things going on, like basketball stories, football stories. Um, the college basketball thing, they're going to play the entire NCAA tournament in Indianapolis, which is the second best city to hold it in. We'll talk about where the best city to hold it in, but they're going to do Indianapolis. So Trent Dover will join us this hour and 30 minutes. Joel Klatt will join us in one hour and 30 minutes. And Matt Chatham will join us because I, I'm going to tell you right now, I think that that Bill Belichick is doing a better coaching job this year than he's probably ever done. So we got a lot to get to. Yeah. It's not Taysom Hill. It's going to be Jameis Winston, but probably a good dose of of Taysom Hill as well. it will be a fascinating uh, month or month and a half or so for the New Orleans Saints. Let me start with this. When you're going to look at gross yardage, You're going to sit there and say, hey, Lamar Jackson played well last night. He's not the reason that they lost. Okay. um, Because he had over 300 yards of total offense, right? That's what we're, that's, that's what people are going by, but, and he did well on third down. And so there's, there's a lot to it to where you can sit here and try and tell me that Lamar Jackson is better than. Uh, the perception of how he's playing or he's not the biggest part of the problem. In Baltimore, who suddenly has gone from a team who last year had the best record in football to this year seems imminently and completely beatable, even if most of the pieces are the same and some of them improve. Granted, Ronnie Stanley being out, we told you that would be a major, major inhibitor for the um, for the Baltimore Ravens heading forward. But last night they go into Foxborough. And and by the way, uh one other side note and this is me being a jerk. Can we not say that's a monsoon? Okay, let's let's not. A monsoon is a seasonal prevailing in, uh, wind in the region of the south and southeast Asia blowing from southwest blah 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 blah. Or from the northeast in between October and April, a, a, the dry monsoon. Okay, that wasn't a monsoon. That was a massive thunderstorm, but whatever. If you want to do monsoon, fine. I think everybody does it because uh, necessary roughness. You remember that movie? But in a monsoon, it's anybody's ball game. A haboob is my favorite word in the English dictionary. Let's get to this. So, we're we're not saying we're not saying that. Uh, Lamar Jackson was terrible last night. We're not saying that. And I'm not sitting here telling you that Lamar Jackson is a bad quarterback. But you you look at, and I also, I don't want to overreact to Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals getting a win. That was an amazing catch that was made by Nuke Hopkins. Amazing, amazing catch. Like one of the 10 best catches in the history of the National Football League. Not because it was not just because it was a hail mary, but because there's literally two guys, one in front of him, one behind him. You kind of can't play defense any better, and he just had two inch longer fingers and better hands than the defensive players. That's why they play defense, Gottlieb. So I don't want to overreact because the Arizona Cardinals were dead and beaten in that game. But the simple dynamic of a guy who's an accurate thrower who can pick apart a defense with his arm first and foremost and then with his legs secondarily, as opposed to Lamar Jackson, who can pick you apart with his legs first and foremost and his arm secondarily. I think if you can't see the difference in that dynamic, I can't really help you. I think that I've had I've heard people saying the Ravens defense isn't the same as it was last year. And they're probably right. Their offense also trading away one of their tight ends. They had that three tight end packages last year. Also isn't the same. Their running game has changed. And some of the personnel has changed over the past two years that he's been the starting quarterback. That's fine. But, but the point is, and the point is that the signs of a great quarterback are the ability to overcome when things aren't perfect, as opposed to what Lamar seems to have uh, become—is a really, really good quarterback, maybe even great quarterback when everything is right. What can you do when things go wrong? What can you do when your defense isn't as good? What, what, what can you do? What can you do when you lose your left tackle? You know. I mean, again, the example of the difference in a Pat Mahomes, right? Like, let's not forget that Pat Mahomes, his first full year as a starter, he was the MVP of the league and they're an offsides play, offsides call from going to the Super Bowl and his defense was trash. Then you give him a decent defense, he wins a Super Bowl, right? So the idea is that everything doesn't have to be perfect for Pat Mahomes and he can still make plays and carry you. That's not the case with Lamar. You, you have to be dynamic and you have to be balanced. I'm not saying running the football isn't important, but the primary thing you have to be able to do is pick apart a part of defense with your arm. And even late in the game, when they're spreading it out and they're throwing, and I will grant you it, the weather was terrible. It was terrible for both teams. And by the way, Tom Brady has been great when the weather's been terrible in New England for years. It's one of the things that Aaron Rodgers does not get enough credit for. He's been great all these years, just like Tom Brady playing in horrific freezing cold, windy weather. It's the big question for Joe Burrow, who seems to check every box. Arm strength is a question. And that gets called into question when you play in these terrible outside conditions, which people go football weather. But but I, I, I want you to understand that this is not me telling you Lamar stinks or it's a little bit of me saying I told you so but it's because this was the analysis of Lamar Jackson the quarterback could he evolve into a true NFL pocket passer who can also run for a first down or extend the play in the pocket and to this point with two full seasons that's really because We're right about two full seasons as a starting quarterback in the NFL with two playoff games under his belt with a very good offensive line and good enough skill position players. The answer is no. Okay, this has been the question about Cam Newton. You know, and Cam Newton, when everything was right. In Carolina, they had a great running game, awesome offensive line, spectacular defense and. We'll be fair. They played a really bad schedule that year. They played one team in the regular season with the finished with an above 500 record. When everything is right, Cam Newton was awesome. He was an MVP, but what, what can you do when things go wrong? Now, look, you're playing against Belichick and you can sit here and tell me that Belichick can scheme it up and he can, but that's the same Belichick defense, which gave up 27 points to the Jets last week. That's the same Belichick defense that had eight guys opt out. And it wasn't just that some of the throws, they they weren't inaccurate. They were just thrown to guys that weren't open because he misread a defense. When you, the juxtaposition of Kyler versus Lamar is fascinating because they're both explosive athletes they both have explosive arms, but one seems to have a better ability to not only pick apart a defense with his mind, but also with his arm. Lamar seems to be getting better in terms of knowing where he wants to go with the football, but the ball is not going exactly where he wants it to go. And the offense, whether it hasn't evolved because of the coordinator or because of the coordinator's understanding of who Lamar is, seems to have a ceiling. Don't get me wrong, running the football is important and Lamar is the best running quarterback we've seen, probably even counting Steve Young. He's the best. He's I, I can't imagine trying to tackle him. But but if you don't think there's something missing there in terms of a true NFL quarterback, you're, you're not really paying attention. There's a reason that I know injuries derailed his career with RG three, but RG three kind of took the league by storm with the skins. And that was when Kyle Shanahan was his offensive coordinator and they basically ran Baylor's offense in the NFL. And then they wanted him to evolve and he just couldn't. The Ravens haven't really asked Lamar to evolve. And I think the reason is they just don't think he can. So you get the most, out of what you got, you put them in the best situation to succeed and you have to know that the ceiling does in fact exist. And apparently if everything else isn't working smoothly, that ceiling is probably lower than people thought. All right. I, I have so many things like I want to start with Lamar, but then I want to do the Belichick thing. And then I, the Chris Paul trade and the NCAA thing and Michigan and Penn State being over in the big 10 and And I I just and I'm not even getting to all the other NFL games and Drew Brees being out and Russell Wilson looking human. And we told you so. And I told you the Rams are one of the best coach teams in the NFL. And they, in fact, are Tua, by the way, proving me to be wrong. As again, the wow plays may be missing to some, but he's moving the chains and winning games. We got a lot to get to. All right. Coming up next. It's now and ever for Jameis Winston. Wait till you hear the injury sustained by Drew Brees and the opportunity that Jameis has. That's upcoming next
6: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's
1: the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time.
5: Fox sports radio. Um, Okay. This from a source result of medical evaluations performed today on Saints quarterback. Drew Brees revealed that he has multiple rib fractures on both sides of his chest and a collapsed lung on the right side. Injury suffered over two weeks. It is uncertain how much time he may miss. Drew Brees suffered two fractured ribs Sunday against the Niners and three others in the right side the previous week against the Bucks that were not seen on an x-ray until today. Breeze has been advised to be cautious with the collapsed lung. That's from Edwarder. he always has more. Um, so this is a great opportunity for Jameis Winston. And in many ways, the limitations of that offense were because people thought, you know, Andrew Breeze can't throw the football downfield. Some of it was accurate. Some of it was also that uh, they didn't have Michael Thomas. You know, you don't have Michael Thomas and you have Drew Brees. Can't throw the ball downfield. Makes it difficult. So, I mean, and then you look at the schedule that's in front of them and this sets up very much like a Teddy Bridgewater type of situation, right? Isn't that, I mean, it's kind of eerie how similar in many ways it is that here Drew Brees is with a chance to, you know, solidify the end of his career. Just you know, get into another Super Bowl. And last year he missed a, last year he missed several games, and this year he's going to miss several games. Uh, I look at New Orleans, and I think this is fascinating theater because the only person that people think could maybe help or save Jameis Winston is somebody like a Sean Payton. Another quarterback guru, just like the quarterback guru he came from. And it's interesting that, yes, Brady was great yesterday, and they were explosive yesterday. They're doing so against Carolina Panthers, but it doesn't matter. He was really good. They were really good. Let's not take anything away from a team that hangs 40 in in an NFL game there. Uh, But, you know, for years in Tampa, he was saddled with a bad team, with a bad defense, that he had to make plays on his own. Now he's got the Falcons, the Broncos, the Falcons again. Now, it's fair to say that they, the Falcons know him, having played against him, but it would also be fair to say how much better is it going to be when you have Sean Payton calling plays for him. The, the next month of games, Falcons, Broncos, Falcons, Eagles, but, I mean, the Eagles are so depleted by injury. Before they even get to the Chiefs, if Drew Brees returns by then, or the Vikings and the Panthers, like, There's only really one good team on their schedule. So the betting on yourself worked for Cam. Even if Cam isn't that good and doesn't become a starting quarterback next year, he's gotten enough opportunities to show himself and to to, to have an offense built around what he does best. Now Jameis Winston bet on himself and he's going to get an opportunity. You can't fool this league. They'll know, but I also do wonder if this is a little bit, a little bit like when Peyton Manning was legitimately hurt. I don't know if he was injured and Brock Osweiler took, you know, five or six games away and then Peyton returned right before the playoffs. All right, this is for Jameis Winston, a great uh, audition for the possibility of being the Saints quarterback next year or being anybody's quarterback next year.
6: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern,
5: noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Trent Dilfer joins us. Was your game canceled because of COVID?
8: Yeah, unfortunately, our opponent, really good team out of Memphis, uh, had to quarantine. They had a COVID issue on their campus.
5: Uh, okay, so what's it do to your season? This is your playoffs.
8: Yeah, so they had to forfeit, so we advance. Um, we told the kids all year long we we're gonna play 672 minutes of football. So we had a 48-minute scrimmage Friday night, uh, us versus us, and got after it. And had our parents come out, and had a PA announcer, and the whole nine, and a um, bunch of kids that probably wouldn't wouldn't play in the playoff game anyways got to play, and a bunch of our starters got to stay on the routine.
5: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That is the voice of Trent Dilfer. All right, so who do you play this week?
8: We have the defending state champions out of Memphis. Uh, they were 14-0 out last year and won the state championship. So another good, another good challenge. we got to go to them. There's a weird seeding thing in, in Tennessee football. There's three regions, and yet they're on a four-year cycle. So we got stuck, even though we were the one seed uh, for the playoffs, we have to travel for the semis because the middle champion travels to the west champion for the uh, semifinals.
5: All right, great stuff. Y- you watch the quarterback position at a level, a savant-like level, uh, let's let's start with Lamar. Uh, I was listening to Colin, and he's waxing poetic on how he's not jumping ship on Lamar over 300 yards of total offense. I just look. I get their defense isn't as good as reputation would lead you to believe. That not having Ronnie Stanley changes them a great deal in terms of running the football and their protection. On the other hand, I look. People are figuring out the stuff that they're doing, and. There are some limitations to what he can do. Where are you on Lamar Jackson in the short and long term?
8: I still think he's a superstar if they do what they do and not try to be something they're not. And I'll, uh, we're, I'm guessing we're going to get to the Bucks at some point. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. Two weeks ago, they did what they're not, and he looked terrible. The greatest of all time. They went out of who they are, out of what their DNA is as an offense, out of what Tom's DNA is as a quarterback, and he and the team look terrible. It's no different with the Ravens. It's Lamar is not going to ever beat you consistently throwing the ball outside the numbers. He's not going to beat you uh, if you answer to what the defense is trying to get you to do. They're going to tighten up the box. They're going to give you one-on-ones outside. You can't cave to that. The same way you can't cave if you're a passing team, you're getting all these soft coverages, throwing it every time instead of staying balanced. The Ravens have to stay big. They have to stay misdirection. They have to threaten the defense uh, with Lamar's speed, his dynamic qualities, and they have to work the ball over the middle of the football field, even if there's people in the middle of the
4: football field.
8: You cannot play middle linebacker or weak inside linebacker in a four-man front against the Ravens and ever sleep. Like if they do what they do, you're not going to sleep if you're the middle linebacker or the weak side in backer because they give you so many looks in the run games where you have run fits that you have to adhere to and they give you so many crossing route combinations off action that you're constantly spun like a top. And what they do is every once in a while Greg Roman gets away from it because the defense says, oh, we're going to throw an extra guy in here. And who cares if they throw an extra guy in there? That guy's going to spin like a top too. Somebody's going to come open. There's going to be an open gap in the run game. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't get away from it and try to be, you know, pro quarterback, throw the ball outside the numbers for one-on-one coverage. Just because it's one-on-one coverage doesn't mean you need to throw it out there. You can still throw the ball in the middle of the football field.
5: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio. Um, But Lamar seems to act like people know what they're doing and it's maybe too simplistic is that because th- that's the design of the offense? Is it because of the empty stands? So, what? Like, What's your take on his remarks?
8: I think that's a maturity thing. Uh, I made that mistake, too. When you play bad, you feel like the other team is playing faster than you. Uh, and your natural, your natural instincts say, oh, they know what we're doing. They're a step ahead of us. Um, Mike Holmgren fixed this in my life. <laughs> he was the one that sat me down and showed me Joe Montana and Steve Young and Jerry Rice and Brett Jones running the same play nine times in a row. And then Brett Favre and those guys running the same play seven, eight, nine, ten times in a row. When Brett would even yell to the other line, hey, we're running it again. Stop us. And if you do what you do at the highest level. Oh, it we, do, you know we
5: do what well. do. we just do well. We just do what we do well, boys. Just do what we do well. It's
8: It's true, though. If you do it to a level that nobody can stop you and you have wrinkles off of it, Peyton was the best at this. So a little history lesson. They ran that little short-dig concept one year 176 times. They double-moved it like 18 to 20 times. Because they double-moved it a handful of times, they couldn't jump it even when they knew it was coming. Right. So there's little wrinkles you do within the stuff you do best so they can't play downhill on it. They can't jump your routes. Um, but you, you can't start playing offense like everybody else is playing it because everybody else is playing it. You got to play offense the way you play offense the best.
5: Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Trader. That's the voice of Trent Dilfer, Super Bowl champion quarterback and a quarterback whisperer, as well as a head coach of Lipscomb Academy, who's getting ready to continue playing in the uh, state of Tennessee high school football playoffs. Let's go to Tom Brady. Their offense obviously lit up the Carolina Panthers. What was different?
8: They got back to who they are. Um, they played multiple big sets, which I, you know I heard Dan this morning, Orlowski who I have the world of respect for, say they need to play every game in multiple tight ends. I don't know if that's the case, but they need to play every game with a downhill run mentality, play action mentality, and quick passing game mentality, and then let the big plays come. They'll come. Tom will find a weakness. Uh, He'll see something that others wouldn't, and he'll strike. Um, But they got back to who they are. They, they, They ran the ball well. They're pretty good up front. They actioned well. They got early completion, so they stayed away ahead of the chains. Tom's a master on third down. So if you if you end up with 13, 14, 15 third downs in a game, you're not panicking because you know if they're manageable, Tom's going to execute a high level. Uh, you don't want the long third downs, but the third mediums will execute a high level. Um, they trusted who they are. Uh, they they did what they do well oh. again. But think about it. They Did, did you see any of these deep, middle-of-the-field, forced, Seeing um, patterns and trying to force the ball to AB on post. No, AB caught a choice route at twelve yards on a third down. He ran a hook route, used the speed to press the corner, create separation, and and move the chains. I mean, they just played a more um, discerning type of offense, a more patient style of offense. And what do you know? They put up forty plus.
5: He did take some shots downfield. All that missed. I mean, I. I they, he they... will. Yeah,
8: he's always taking shots downfield. He doesn't lead with it. Okay, great fastball pitchers throw changeups. They don't lead with it. They don't pitch everybody backwards. They're still going to throw seventy-two heaters if they're going to throw a hundred pitcher pitches. Like, yeah, you got to have the changeup. You got to have the breaking ball. You just don't lead with it. You you use it when you feel like the defense is off balance, that they think they know what's coming, and then you take it. And that's what Tom has always done, uh, and he did it again the other
5: day. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Trent Dilfer. Um Jameis Winston's going to get an opportunity here to start for the Saints for probably the next month or so. Uh, what What is your sense of how he will look within how they play?
8: I'm really excited, actually. I always thought it was the perfect place for him. Um, I'm excited. He seems like he's been reborn a little bit. Now, will the turnover bug pop up? I'll be a skeptic. Um, like Sam Darnold, like Carson Wentz, I think Jameis has the turnover bug in him. You know, he tries to do too much many times and it gets him in trouble. I think you'll see some wildly fantastic plays from Jameis. And I think you'll see some big mistakes. Now, if he doesn't make the big mistake, uh, he's going to be a very rich man on his next contract because there's a lot of people out there that understand the amount of talent Jameis has, his natural leadership qualities, his intelligence. He's a very, very smart kid. um, and if he can play in a discerning fashion, not make the big mistake, and let his talent be showcased, uh, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, I believe he's on a one-year deal. Yes. Um, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be a hot commodity in the offseason.
5: What the Rams do to to really stifle and confuse Russell Wilson?
8: Playing good team ball, they they rushed four. they flooded the secondary, they didn't panic and try to bring uh, pressure on him. Like, Russell was making all these incredible plays because teams were trying to get home right now, bringing a fifth guy, bringing a sixth guy, overloading a side and creating these creating these holes in the secondary as the extended plays. The Rams said, no, they're not that good up front. We're, we have the best player in football on our defensive line. Let's just get after them all day long relentlessly with four, all of the old Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Baltimore Ravens, some of the great defenses. Let's get after them with four. Let's make sure we have, we've incorporated extra people in the coverage so when he does extend the play, we have bodies around. Look at the interception in the back corner. I mean, they have an extra player back there with his eyes on the quarterback who's not chasing something in man. He's sitting back in zone. Um, I think that's the way you're going to have to play Russell, and uh, if he's going to try to do too much, uh, he's going to make a mistake or two a game that's going to cost him.
5: You know, I, I I don't know if this reminds you of Russell when he got to the NFL and he was with Seattle, but I watched the Dolphins and I will grant you the Chargers, a lot of injuries, rookie quarterback. There was some cute confusion. But Flores obviously comes from a defensive background. I think the defense is really good. And Tua is doing an awesome job of just kind of managing it, you know? And they're they're learning how to use him and he's learning you know, a little bit more every week and processing a little bit more. Like I kind of think the whole thing has come together. I, I was a li- I was a skeptic week one just because there wasn't the wow play. But when you watch it, you kind of get it over time. Is is that what I should be seeing?
8: Yep, I think you said it perfectly. I could add nothing of value to that statement. All right, I then good. That- let's
5: let's get let's get to some other teams. Yeah. Trent for joining us, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, oh, okay, I- I'm. I'm interested in, in the green Bay Packers. I get it's Jacksonville. I get that it's cold. Uh, and it's not all w- what's going on with this team though, that there are times in which they just look kind of unenthused.
8: I don't think they're overly physical and I hate doing that. You know, I hate it when the announcers, and I think I made the mistake when I was doing TV calling a team soft, you know what I mean? Like that, you know, that, that one hurts. I'm not saying they're soft. They don't look overly physical. They don't have war daddy, heavy-handed, violent football players. Um, their offensive line is very organized, does a nice job. It's clean, but it's not dominant. Uh, their linebackers can run and are long, but they're not heavy-handed and thump you. They don't have a lot of knockback. They don't have that guy in the secondary uh, that comes out of nowhere uh, and blows up a running back four yards you know, in the A-gap. They don't have the physicality um, that it takes to be dominant week in and week out. There is still, people have moved away from this because maybe it's not politically correct, but there is still an element of football that is violent, that is intimidating, um, that allows you to week in and week out some people and intimidate people. Um, They don't have it. The Steelers do have it. Watch the Steelers' offensive line play. Watch them finish people, even if it's a screen and they're out in the perimeter. They are finishing, and it it's violent. Uh, you don't want to fill a screen versus the Steelers' offensive line. But T.J. Watt, oh, oh, he's a speed guy, heavy-handed, much like the Bosa's. They're not just fast, but they're physical and strong. Their linebackers run and hit you. Their safety play, they'll hit you. Um, the The Packers, to me, are... You know, a lot of good things. and I like them. I think they're going to actually make a run on this thing, but they got to be more physical. So there's some intimidation each week. And so there's a level of consistency that comes with that.
5: Trent, great stuff, man. Good luck this weekend in, uh, in your, your high school game. We'll talk to you very soon.
8: Thanks, brother. Talk All right. You.
5: That's uh, Trent Dilfer, head coach, Lipscomb Academy, Super Bowl champion, quarterback, joining us, Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next...
6: And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable.
1: When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
4: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.
7: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Store on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Doug Olive Show! Whoa, 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 whoa. Every day this time, we like to get you caught up on stories of the day, topics of the night, we play a game.
6: This is... It's game
0: time. It's game time.
6: On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Dan by what do you got? Doug, the game today is... Big deal, little deal,
0: no deal. All right, big deal, little deal, or no deal. That it was Baker Mayfield that told Nick Chubb to not score on his 59-yard run that sealed the game for Cleveland yesterday.
5: Uh, Big deal. I think it's a big deal. Uh, Look, we, we had heard... Matt Ryan do the exact same thing to Todd Gurley and Todd Gurley did not comply. You know, it did look like he kind of fell in or whatever. I, I also, I, I just got to point out Nick Chubb with that long run. Why did he step out of bounds? Like the whole idea is that just take a knee, just take a, take a knee, but at least he did it right. At least he did what he was supposed to do. Um, but I think it's a big deal that, that it's not just that the quarterback said the right thing. It's that the running back complied and did what he was supposed to do. Cause there is a reward most you know guys like well you know he scored touchdowns there's not just a fantasy football reward a reality award yeah yes yeah, I, okay whatever. I understand that the idea is that the Texans never got the ball back yeah but if he scores that touchdown they're up by two possessions and they the games over yeah I, that, that's the one thing that I don't understand that one was like, overthinking is there something it. I'm missing
0: I would say one is a 100% it's yeah I I think it was I, I mean, yeah, they're both likely. I mean, the Texans scored seven points in 59 minutes. Are they going to score 10 in under 60 seconds? Probably not. You know, it's just a matter of you take a knee and then the game's over because they didn't have any more timeouts left. So I guess you're more worried. That, are you going to fumble a snap and then let the clock run out? Or, I mean, we've all run out of bounds playing Tecmo Bowl, but we've done it the opposite way to have a 99-yard touchdown. <laughs> yeah, you
5: run away, run out the back backside. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just so Bo Jackson can get
5: all of his yards.
0: I actually think, honestly, because to see Nick Chubb, and I said this on our show yesterday on Red Zone Radio, that this could be a something to bring the Browns together. Everybody was cheering Nick Chubb on that last play, and I think that they were very excited that he was willing to do that for the team and not for his own stats. So,
5: yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 I like, and again, I, I like that. I mean, I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to say I don't like that. I like
0: that. I think his rookie year, and I think I've mentioned this on the show before, he actually crossed a thousand yards in their game against the Ravens, but then took a carry for like a loss of four. And ended up with nine hundred and ninety-six. So Nick Chubb is kind of in these weird situations in his career when it comes to stats and scoring.
5: Well, that's interesting. Last night to Lamar, you know, he had that he had a big run there late when they're trying to score and then a bad snap, so he you know, he falls on the football. Yeah. That's minus sixteen yards that goes against him.
0: Big deal, little deal, or no deal that in preparation for their Monday night game in week eleven against the Rams, the Buccaneers will be practicing at night this week.
5: Uh, that's a little deal. I mean, it's smart to do something a little bit different, to get get ready for the time zone change, but practicing at night is not the same as, you know, when your body clock and everything outside is different. But I also I also have a tendency to think that once guys are playing, they're playing, and that's kind of it. Big deal, little deal,
0: or no deal that South Carolina fired Will Muschamp after a 2-5 and five start to the season.
5: Feels like a big deal. Feels like a really big deal. He's going to get $15 million to walk away, and I know that the money doesn't come from uh, – the money doesn't come from from the school, but the school has all these, you know, furloughs and budget cuts and whatever. I mean, I'm not really sure I understand what the win is in firing a guy in the middle of quarantine. Yeah, if you're going to fire him at the end of the season, like what is what is the point of that?
0: I would also say I'm not sure there's a worse time to take the South Carolina job when Clemson is where they are. So that's your in-state rival. Uh, Georgia is your you know, what, yeah, top a of conference rival. rival, yes. So, because of proximity and yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Well, it's a
5: hard. It's a hard job, you know. I mean, Spurrier was the only one to get him into Atlanta, and that was about as far, far as they could go. And by the way, now Florida is back, and you know Georgia's back. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I would agree. It's a tough job, but somebody will take it. the The question becomes: Do you go out and get um, what's my man's name from uh, Liberty? Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze who you know put Ole Miss on probation? Right, right. Like, I guess it's the SEC. It doesn't matter. Big deal, little deal, or no deal. That Chris Paul is heading to the Phoenix Suns. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. I think it's a big deal on a multitude of levels. You know, the Suns didn't give up their first round pick. Um, they obviously did give up on Ricky Rubio and a couple other players. Now they're going to take on that massive contract. So it become it's their effort to keep Devin Booker happy to give him a legit starting point guard, which is great. And the Suns become, and look, Monty Williams, the coach. Monty Williams coached him when he was in New Orleans. Like, all that's great. The problem is that I just, over a 72-game season, a year later, I don't know what Chris Paul has in the tank at the end of the season. And then you have one more year left on that deal, $40-plus plus million short Short-term win for the Suns. Long-term loss for the Suns. The likelihood that he is, that he is anywhere near peak Chris Paul a year from now is uh, very slim. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that
0: the Athletics is. James Harden wants to go to Philly or Brooklyn.
5: Um, Well, I mean, there's no deal with with Brooklyn. I mean, come on, how many basketballs are they going to play with? And, you know, between he and Kyrie Irving, not just dominating the basketball but not playing in defense, that's not a winning team and that's just a weird culture. Um, But Philly makes sense. Philly would make sense because Mike D'Antoni's there, Right. And he obviously likes Darryl playing Murray, for yeah. and and Daryl Morey is there, so it's uh, not not my Detroit right, Daryl Morey, Doc Rivers, yeah. and uh, but it's it's Daryl Morey putting guys around him. Um, I don't think Houston's given up on him. I don't think he's going anywhere. All right, finally, Doug, big deal, little deal, or no deal. That the ballot for the
0: Baseball Hall of Fame class of twenty twenty one is headlined by newcomers Tim Hudson, Tori Hunter, and Barry Zito.
5: So they all go in together. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> uh,
0: Zero c- could be a thin class in twenty twenty one. No disrespect to those guys. Very, very good baseball players during their time, but
5: yeah. Do you do you think the steroid guys get in because of it? Um, I don't. I don't either. I don't either. But if it's ever a year they can get in, this is this is the year.
6: That's game, huh? Game time. This
5: is game time
6: on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
5: Um, what makes a great coach? What makes a great coach? Is it he could take your five and beat his five with it? Or is it winning with a bad roster? We discuss the greatest coach of all time next.
1: I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, first at First Listen. listen.